Hecate is a goddess beloved by contemporary pagans and increasingly popular among magic practitioners. But who is Hecate really? Her portrayal has evolved over the ages and the contemporary perceptions of the Greek goddess have some distinctive elements and present variations from the ancient depictions. I will investigate the contemporary perceptions in another episode. In this one, we will learn how Hecate has been perceived and seen and depicted in antiquity, in Hesiod and in antiquity. Have I caught your attention? Good, so let's go. I'm Dr. Angela Puca and welcome to my symposium. I'm a PhD and a university lecturer and this is your online resource for the academic study of magic, paganism, esotericism and all things occult. As Herricks explains, Hecate was a popular and pervasive goddess from the time of Hesiod until late antiquity. She does not feature in Homer and Hesiod describes her as harmless. By the 5th century, she began to be seen as a sinister divine figure associated with magic and witchcraft, as well as lunar lore, creatures of the night, dog sacrifices and illuminated cakes. This is also the time when she became associated with doorways and crossroads. The name Hecate is the feminine correspondent to Hecatos, a less known epithet of Apollo. Yet the Greek etymology doesn't imply that either her name or her cult come from Greece. She likely has Carian origins, considering her infernal attributions and the ambivalent and polymorphous nature. She seems to dwell more at the fringes than in Greek polytheism's center. In the Theogony, Hecate is granddaughter of the titans Phoebe and Cus, daughter of Persis and Asteria, and first cousin of Apollo and Artemis. Still in the Theogony, there is a digression where Hecate is praised as a powerful goddess who has a share of earth, sea and sky, but not of the underworld. Here it is also said that she gives protection to warriors, athletes, hunters, herders and anglers. Like all the other gods, Hecate can bestow and withhold her help. But because her attributes often intertwine with that of other deities, she lacks individuating traits in the Theogony and appears as an eccentric deity compared to the others. Also, the Hesiodic Hecate contrasts remarkably with later depictions of the goddess, which tend to be much more threatening. It is still uncertain where and how this change occurred. Throughout history, Hecate was the object of both public and private worship. People have worshipped her and made sacrificial offerings in liminal spaces. As Herricks explains, the documentation on the cult of Hecate in classical Athens suggests that her favourite food offerings consisted of scavenging fish, the red mullet of sacrificial cakes decorated with lit miniature torches and most famously of puppies. The illuminated cakes were offered at the time of the full moon. So-called suppers of Hecate 
consisting of various breadstuffs, eggs, cheese and dog meat were put out for her at the crossroads each month to mark the rising of the new moon. In Athens, Colophon, Samothrace and Thrace, dog sacrifices to Hecate were made both for consumption and as a form of catharsis. During Hellenistic and Roman times, she was worshipped as the regional mother goddess at her main Carian sanctuary at Laginia near Stratonicea. There weren't dog sacrifices in the Laginia cult, but the presence of puppy sacrifices, particularly in Hittite and Carian purification rituals, indicate a possible early Anatolian connection. As a Chthonian deity, Hecate was seen as both terrible and benign. Her benign side is shown in the epithet nurturer of the young, found in the Theogony. We find in Aeschylus the title Hecata that refers to Artemis in her association with childbirth and young animals. The Hecate scene in the Eleusinian myth and cult is also kind and caring. She helps Demeter in her search of Persephone Cora and after the reunion of mother and daughter becomes Persephone's minister and attendant. In later versions of the myth, Hecate is another daughter of Demeter and is the one who retrieves Persephone from the underworld. There were also mystery cults of Hecate, as on Aegina and Samothrace, and there's even a woman initiate who claims on her tombstone that she became immortal in death as the goddess Hecate. Even though Hecate didn't quite have a mythology of her own, her nocturnal apparitions, packs of barking hellhounds, and hosts of ghost-like revenants occupied a special place in the Greek religious imagination. Deemed to be the one of the roadways, she protected the crossroads, the graves by the roadside and would guard the gates to Hades. According to one of the hymns to Selene Hecate, part of the Paris Magical Papyrus, Hecate keeps the keys that open the bars of Cerberus and wears the bronze sandal of her who holds Tartarus. She features consistently in the Greek and Roman underworld. For instance, she guides through the Tartarus Virgil's Sibyl, a priestess of Apollo and Hecate. Hecate also features extensively in ancient magic due to her association with the Chthonian world and the ghosts of the dead. Sorceresses across the ages invoke her name to be granted power in their magical endeavors. Famous legendary figures are Medea, Simatha, and Canidia. During the classical to imperial period, Hecate is conjured on cursed tablets alongside Hermes, Ctonios, Ge, Ctonia and Persephone. Hecate is also present in the magical papyri, frequently associated with Baubo, Brimo, Persephone Core and Selene or Selene. In the theurgy of the Chaldean oracles adopted by the Neoplatonists, Hecate becomes an epiphanic celestial deity and cosmological principle, the cosmic soul, accessible for ritual as well as contemplation. She is still associated with demons though. In heart, Hecate is represented either single-faced or three-faced, often shown wearing the polos, the divine headdress, 
and holding torches in their hands and sometimes with a file, a sword, snakes, bows, flowers or a pomegranate. Greek writers have often addressed the tribal aspects of the trimorphic goddess. In one of his comedies, Cariclides has her humorously invoked as Lady Hecate of the tribal roads, of the tribal form, of the tribal face enchanted by the tribal fish. A cursed tablet from the imperial period addresses her as Lady Hecate of the Heavens, Hecate of the Underworld, Hecate of the Three Roads, Hecate of the Triple Face, Hecate of the Single Face. So this is it for this historical overview of the goddess Hecate and her worship. If you want me to address the more contemporary depictions of Hecate, please let me know in the comment section. I also want you to know what your thoughts are, even your experiences if you want to share. So I really look forward to reading your comments. And if you like my content and want me to keep the academic fun going, please consider supporting my work with a one-off PayPal donation by joining memberships or my inner symposium on Patreon, where you will get access to our Discord server, monthly lectures and lots of other perks depending on your chosen tier. And if you did like this video, don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, activate the notification bell so that you will never miss a new upload from me. And as always, thank you for being here and stay tuned for all the academic fun. Bye for now. <laughs>